Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the World Champion of the World Podcast. It's your man, Qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over talent on the west side of Oahu. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode two. How are you feeling? How was your week? Did you watch a lot of wrestling? I did. And now I'm here to talk to you all about it. Um, Starting off, uh, we'll kind of go back a little bit uh, to episode one, uh, that time frame. As as you may remember, I didn't get a chance to watch the G1 classic before, or the G1 special before uh, we did episode one. But... uh, I did watch it later that day after I recorded, and uh, we'll just go over that really quickly. A uh, couple of quick hits. Um, first off, just want to say that I'm glad that uh, Hiromo, uh, Hiromu Takahashi has uh, tweeted and let us know that he's he's doing a little bit better. That was a very scary bump. Uh, went bouncing across the ring on his head. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, and not in a good way, uh, but um, they still haven't really let us know what the injury is per se. Uh, lots of rumors floating around that it's a broken neck, but um, to my knowledge, uh, New Japan hasn't really said exactly what it is. Just that he's getting treatment and that he made it back to Japan safely. Uh, so you know, prayers up. Hopefully, hopefully he's all good. Um, the matches were awesome uh a couple fun things well i guess this wasn't fun because uh jr ended up with a broken rib but i just thought it was it was interesting when uh josh barnett kind of jumped up and started shooting on my man switchblade jay white uh talking his s-h-i-t i I don't know why i spelled it but (laughs) uh yeah talking this shit uh for for them uh kind of slamming each other into the guardrail so much it seemed like that was already pissing um barnett and jr off uh beforehand um of course the uh the big news oh well also in that match uh juice robinson uh went in the the u.s title over there that was that was cool uh, i remember watching juice robinson back when he was cj parker on nxt and uh, I was always like, oh, this guy's all right. But like, uh, he was always like the dude who feuded with the new debuting superstar. Not even really feuded, just had the takeover match with him and stuff. And I was just like, eh, I didn't know how I felt about Juice Robinson um, or uh, CJ Parker. But Juice Robinson, Juice Robinson is fired. Forget CJ Parker. Fuck that guy. So, uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, the 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 biggest thing probably that happened uh bullet club is fine or maybe not or bullet club is fine but what about firing squad so uh so the tongans they even turned on honorary tongan chase owens um laid everybody out so uh that's gonna be real interesting going forward um being the elite came out on youtube and uh, I thought it was hilarious. Cody shows up, sits down with everybody, and he's all like, uh, so how are we going to pay these motherfuckers back? 
and then uh <laughs> and then the the line of the video and what the hell is haku's problem oh man that was that was hilarious good stuff as always uh from my man cody um okay so now getting into stuff that happened uh this week starting off on raw okay um so i did i did sit through all of raw not gonna lie fell asleep at one point had to go back and rewind um show starts off video package centered around who else but roman reigns uh centered around reigns and his feud with lashley um they i'm i'm still trying to figure out when the hell bobby lashley main evented a wrestlemania because that seems to be a point that they're trying to drive home. You were here 10 years ago. You made it a main event in a WrestleMania. And then you left. And what did that get you? I'm just like, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> Where was this main event? Was it when he fought Umaga, the Battle of the Billionaires? Are they counting that as a main event? I got to go back and watch that WrestleMania and see if they announced it as a main event. Um, because really the whole thing was... was uh, Trump and McMahon, that was the whole feud, that's what we were focused on, um, I, honestly, I don't really remember any of the match, I just remember, uh, Vince getting shaved, I remember the stunner on Trump, because he sold it horribly, and, uh, yeah, but, (laughs) um, but anyway, um, they have the whole video package, uh, and then you see Reigns walking backstage, and Lashley steps in front of him. He's like, hey, where are you going, Roman? And, uh, you know, Roman's all like, I'm headed to the ring because I'm the big dog. And uh, Lashley is like, I need you to call me out. When you get down there, please call me out. I'm going to destroy you. Uh, so uh, so he Roman does go down to the ring, uh, looks around for a long time, letting people boo him. Uh and then Reigns finally talks on the mic. He said, I've never had anyone tell me to call him out. So, Lashley, I'm calling your ass out. So Lashley uh, Lashley comes down to the ring. And this is one thing that, because uh, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not completely sold on this feud. Um, but um, one thing that, that, I mean, I don't know, I... I like it and I dislike it. Uh, I like how both of the guys are being presented here in this feud. Uh, Reigns is being made to look more like an ass kicker. Uh, the 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 type of character that works for Reigns. Um, that's what's that's what's going on. And then Lashley, uh, this is probably the best that Lashley has looked. Uh, sorry about that uh, that noise. My cat was making noises, wanted to go outside. So, thanks a lot. Who is this? Thanks a lot, Bear. Bear, the first, the first guest on World Champion of the World podcast. Uh, but anyway, um, I like how both guys are being presented in this feud, uh, making Reigns look like an ass kicker, and they're doing Lashley some favors because I don't know what the hell. Uh, he was supposed to be when he was having that feud with Sami Zayn. Um, the fake sisters that Zayn brought out there, just all that was really terrible. Those 
promos where he talked about how much he loved his sisters. Like, I have two older sisters. I love them as well. But those were just weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, and lastly, already don't have no, he don't have a tough voice, man. So you got to, that, that wasn't helping. Um, but yeah, so Lashley comes down to the ring. He's ready to just make it pop off. Uh, Angle, Kurt Angle and the Constable come out. Angle's like, hey, man, you got to save it for Sunday. And lastly, and Reigns is like, nah, we about to get to the shits. So it goes down. Boom. Brawl starts off. Uh, forearms, forearm city to the face. Whole locker room spills out to break up the brawl. Um, my man, uh, my man, Mike Bennett, the miracle, uh, got some TV time trying to break up the brawl there. Happy to see him. Um, there was a really funny moment there in the, there in the ring. Everybody's trying to break stuff up and like Finn is trying to break stuff up and Corbin comes running into the ring. Now, you know, they have a little feud going on. Corbin, uh, runs into the ring to try to help break things up and Finn clocks him. So like, it's like, what? Uh, so, so that was funny. Keeping kayfabe, I guess. Um, Lashley hits a big clothesline on the outside. Uh, then everybody kind of ends up on the outside. They're pulling Lashley away. Uh, Reigns is in the ring. And then all of a sudden, boom, he fires up. And does his big flying dive over the top rope to everybody on the outside. That top, that that dive is always fire to me. Big fan of that dive. Um, had totally forgot that the Ascension was on Raw. We saw them here in this this brawl breaking things up. Uh, so finally, they get they get everybody apart. Uh, they're pushing Reigns to the back. Everybody's holding Lashley. Um, Lashley gets because I mean this brawl wasn't super long. But, um, yeah, man, Lashley gets super sweaty, super fast. Maybe it's because he's so giant and bald, but it's, it's kind of frightening. Like, it, it feel, like, he seems like one of those guys who would yell at you and start sweating. And it, just, it would just freak me out. Remind me of D. West from the old Maury show. My man who would come out there, like, mad brolic with the, with the sweater vests and yell at kids and tell them to respect their moms. Shout out to D-West. I hope he's doing good. Um, okay. Uh, so after the whole brawl segment, uh, we get, we see uh, Alexa Bliss, our champ, and Mickey James backstage going over strategy. They have a match against Nia and Natalia. Um, so that match happens. Uh, Bliss and Mickey James actually end up losing the match. Um, after the match, uh, Alexa Bliss slides into the ring with a kendo stick and starts uh, attacking uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax breaks the kendo stick because she's beast like that, and they're kind of left left standing tall. So um, if I were to take a guess, I would guess that somehow because it is extreme rules um somehow shenanigans and um alexa is able to retain on sunday uh, which is the day that you're listening to this she retains today spoiler (laughs) um let's see what else uh 
Mojo Rawley fights No Way Jose, and nobody cares. Um, there's more therapy with uh, Sasha and Bailey. We don't like that either. Um, let's see. Backstage, Jinder Mahal, the modern day Maharaja, uh, pulls up on my man Seth, um, and tells him, you know, maybe you shouldn't burn it down. Uh, you should embrace life. Seth says, you know, maybe when I burn it down, I'm burning my soul. I was like, okay, some third eye, uh, some third eye promos here. I see it. Um, and, uh, Jinder Mahal's like, yeah, man, why don't you chant my mantra, my mantra? So he starts doing his thing. Seth kind of creeps away. We're supposed to laugh at it. Um, it wasn't that funny, but I mean, they tried. Uh, Seth enters in the ring, huge pop because he's Seth freaking Rollins. Um, the commentary is hyping up the 30 minute Iron Man match that's going to be going down later today. Um, Seth talks about all his nicknames, uh, the architect, uh, the Kingslayer, all that. Uh, but former IC champ, former Intercontinental champ is what bothers him the most. Uh, Seth calls Drew McIntyre. I always want, I keep wanting to call him Drew Galloway still. Uh, Drew McIntyre, he calls him a Wookiee. Uh, and then, uh, he says he's Seth freaking Rollins, of course. Uh, Dolph comes down and he says uh, he's breaking. He's saying that Seth is one of the greatest, but he's no Dolph Ziggler, which is true, man. He's no Dolph. He's no Dolph. <laughs> um, so Dolph is doing his thing on this promo. That's one thing. Dolph, when when you give him a microphone and you give him uh, a direction and you give him a chance, like Dolph can sell the hell out of a feud, uh, the hell out of a match. There's, like, nothing Dolph can't sell. Dolph is, like, the number one slanger in all the WWE. He can sell salt to a slug. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so Seth uh, going, uh, Seth talking that, talking that Yang back and forth with Drew. Um, That ends up leading to the main event. Uh, So I'm kind of just going to jump to the, uh, he goes back and forth with uh back and forth with drew uh seth makes a uh i guess it's a sheep fucking ju- joke um <laughs> he's uh yeah he said there's pictures uh so that was pretty funny um that leads to uh that ends up leading to a match uh so a main event match is gonna be seth versus drew I'm gonna kind of jump straight to the main event. Like there was a, cause there was other things that happened. Uh, some B team stuff. Uh, Axel thought Bo was actually Bray uh, for a second there. Uh, Matt Hardy versus Bo Dallas. That happened. Um, Axel cut the Hardy promo in the ring. Um, when they did it in the ring, it kind of didn't get the same reactions as backstage. I don't know. Uh, maybe because. I don't know, but, um, yeah, so we'll just go ahead and, uh, Bo Dallas beat Matt Hardy, if you're wondering, um, there was some stuff with, uh, 
uh, Bobby Roode and uh, Finn faced off against Baron Corbin and Elias. WWE stands for Walk with Elias. Uh, Baron Corbin did some singing in the ring. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It seemed like a just a bunch of filler and just trying to get people's faces on there uh, before before we head into Extreme Rules. Uh, I don't know. Raw wasn't that good. Just a lot of filler. Main event was pretty good, though. Uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre beat Seth. Uh, so now Drew is allowed ringside later today at uh, Extreme Rules. So we'll see how that plays into everything. I guess if I'm going to pick a, a MVP of Raw, um, I don't know, man. I would say maybe Lashley or or Drew and Seth. Uh, Drew and Seth because they put on a good main event on a snoozer of a show. Um, Lashley and, and Reigns because they started off the show hot. And, and Lashley because it's probably the best that he's looked in his return to WWE, uh, the most that he's, uh, seemed like a contender. Uh, next up, we're going to go, we're going to jump into ring of honor. Uh, I'm going in the order that I watched the shows this week. So I ended up watching ring of honor earlier on Tuesday before, uh, before SmackDown live. So, uh, ring of honor kicks off, uh, with, my man Cody Rhodes and perhaps my new wrestling crush Brandy uh Brandy Rhodes uh starts off uh they're talking Cody says CMLL needs to send bigger and better competition than Teton uh who he's facing in the main event on Ring of Honor television um and uh, <laughs> Brandy comes in and she says that no one is better and bigger and no one's bigger than Cody. So um, congratulations, Cody. Uh, Women of Honor, they tag up first. So uh, Riley Shepard and Gabby Ortiz versus Sumi Sukai, the Women of Honor champ, and Stella Gray. Um, everyone does the Code of Honor handshake. That's cool to see. Colt Cabana. Um, is on commentary. Uh so Loki, after watching this show, I realized that my dream three man booth pause for like WrestleMania or SummerSlam or any big show is Colt Cabana, Corey Graves, and uh Mauro Ronaldo. I feel like that would just be great commentary. Uh maybe a little bit too smarky and too insider nerd for some folks, but I think it would be great. Um, so back to the match, the women of honor tag, um, there's a double side Russian leg sweep done by Shepard and Ortiz on Stella Gray. Uh, it was a cool move. Uh, Ortiz does a cartwheel, uh, and into like a double knee splash on, um, on Stella Gray. Uh, then we end up going into break, uh, Sumi and, uh, Sumi, uh, Sukai and Riley Shepard tag, tag into the match, uh, huge Mongolian chops, that's not a move that you see all the time, 
on television. But uh, Mongolian Chops from Sumisukai, um, she could legit be a grandmother, uh, but she is out here killing it, still sharp in the ring. Uh, she hits a big missile drop kick off top. Um, Riley Shepard does this crazy kick combo. Uh, so lots of good action, and they kind of, kind of just letting the women, women do their thing. So it's, so it's good to see. Um, well, WWE's planning on doing a all women's event at some point, so it'd be nice if they reached out to some of these people. Um, Sumi and Stella Gray end up winning uh, the match. Then there's a video package uh, that comes up: Bully Ray and Cheeseburger, or are in a feud so honestly i hadn't really seen too much of their feud like i hadn't really seen too much of their matches i i knew that there was something going on but i hadn't really seen too much this video package made it look fire um it's it it was just really good old school wrestling clear heel uh clear baby face uh fun to watch uh bully ray well, Cheeseburger comes down to the ring. Bully Ray, or uh, Bubba Ray, for some of you guys who may not know what I'm saying. Uh, Bully Ray runs out, low blows Cheeseburger while he's posing on the top rope. Um, Bully hits him with a trash can, and then Bully just starts beating the shit out of Cheeseburger. Uh, he has him in the tree of he has him hung up in the tree of woe. Uh, steps on Cheeseburger's balls. Uh, looks very painful. Gorilla press slam, bully drops burger, um, burger down, uh, bully Ray comes through, sorry guys, my cat, go ahead, go ahead bear, guest star, alright, everybody thank bear for his appearance on the podcast, uh, but yeah, so, uh, kendo stick gets introduced to the proceedings, um and Kendo stick shots to cheeseburger. Crowd is going nuts uh when Burger finally starts popping Bully Ray with the Kendo sticks. Uh the crowd just loses their shit as they should. Um Bully eventually cuts it off, kills him with a power bomb, uh pulls out a chain, chain the cheeseburger's back. Uh the ref is like, hey, look, that's enough. This is over with. We should stop this match. Bully Ray is like, nah, man, screw you. I'm Bully Ray. Uh, he throws the ref uh, and hits the ref with the chain. So that's when our guy, Babyface, Colt Cabana, runs down to the ring. And now this is just regular television, right? So just uh, just kind of the difference between what's going on with WWE and their storytelling and other promotions. Uh Colt Cabana gets up and he runs down to the ring uh, to fight off Bully Ray. And Colt Cabana, if you guys don't know, he has big time history in Ring of Honor. So he's a Ring of Honor legend. Runs down. This uh, this show was actually taking place at the Hammerstein. So big time uh, hardcore wrestling fans in attendance. Uh, everybody pops when... Colt Cabana runs down there, and it's great, uh, like, I'm watching, I'm not even watching on TV, I'm watching off of my phone, and I, and I get excited, I pause, I get, I get hyped, so, with, so you can just, you can just tell, um, 
how how things uh, how things are different uh, with with the storytelling how people when people are invested. Um, there's not a I, I wouldn't say that there's a lot uh, of storylines going on in WWE that are eliciting reactions. There's a lot of people that are eliciting reactions. We like people, but um, I don't know, man. What's the best storyline going in WWE today? Like on the main roster, not not in NXT. NXT has some stories, but uh, but anyway, um, Colt Cabana comes down. He's uh, he's giving it the Bully Ray pause. Um, Burger gets up, hits him with the cheese grater. There's a what's up. They do the what's up on. Bully Ray, uh, cheese grater to Bully Ray's balls. Um, they're trying to get him set up through a table. Bully recovers, uh, attacks Burger. Uh, Bully puts Burger on the on the table. Burger moves. Uh, BJ Whitmer comes out and he tells Colt Cabana go back to the to the back. Um, there's a little bit of a distraction there. And Bully Ray finally wins, um, attacks the second ref. Uh, so it looks like this feud may continue, or maybe uh, maybe it's gonna lead to like some kind of big blow off match, Bully Ray and Colt Cabana. Who knows? Uh, but whatever it is, I'm here for it. I'm interested. Let's do this. Uh, next up is the main event. Um, one thing about this show, it's been so much fun watching uh, Ring of Honor. I haven't watched like a full episode of Ring of Honor television in a while now, maybe since uh, Destination America. Uh, like I'll, I'll go and I'll watch stuff here and there, or you know, if something happens with Bullet Club on there, I'll check it out. But uh, but just because it, ha- I, it hadn't been that accessible to me, but now uh, thanks to Fight TV, the Fight TV app, uh, I got it back on my phone. So I will be tuning in to Ring of Honor weekly, not just for this show, not just for the podcast, but because Ring of Honor is dope. Uh, Raw is hard to watch week to week. Um, Ring of Honor was fun. Anyway, uh, before the main event, uh, there's a segment, Cole, Coleman's Pulpit, Caprice Coleman. Uh, he's actually a pastor. Like, he's actually, like, legit a pastor so uh it, this segment fits uh the, the whole way this segment is set up uh the new kingdom goes on there so the last time i was watch, watching roh um the kingdom was my man mike bennett uh adam cole baby and matt taven and of course uh the leader the queen maria but um since then, Maria uh, and Adam Cole, baby, and uh, Mike Bennett are all WWE uh, superstars. So Matt Taven had to had to find him some new cats. Um, they are the six man champs there in ROH. Uh, they give our man Ca- Caprice Coleman a hat that says that he's a Melvin on it. Um, Coleman tells a story about overcoming adversity. Um, they don't take kindly to that. They call him a Melvin. They go back and forth, calling each other Melvins and Jav Turkeys. 
uh, it was fun. It was a fun little segment. Uh, gets across that um, the the kingdom are gonna have new contenders for their six man titles. Uh, after that, my man Christopher Daniels and Scorpio Sky talk about how this is the worst town they've ever been in. No, um, that that's a being the elite joke if you guys watch the show. But SCU. Uh, says that they're going to win the gauntlet and become the six-man tag champs, which would be great. Uh, love them from being the elite. Love them from just wrestling, period. Uh, Rhett Titus and Will Ferrara uh, rob a dude of six bucks and quote Home Alone. So I'm not, uh, I'm not really familiar with their team too much. I know they're the dogs. But I haven't really seen too much of what they do, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of them <laughs> on Ring of Honor TV. Uh, main event time. Teton enters the ring. Cody enters the ring. Uh, Bernard, the business bear, comes out with Cody and Brandy. Um, Cody is uh, healing, healing it up, doing some push-ups in the ring. Uh, Teton does some bridges on his neck and kip-ups, uh, handstand, then Cody comes up, kicks him down, uh, Bernard, the business bear, helping my man Cody out, pulls Teton's leg when he's, uh, when he's trying to bounce off the ropes, uh, Brandy does it on the other side, um, Teton's trying to come back, Bernard trips him, uh, Teton goes to the outside to confront Bernard, the business bear, uh, Cody goes for the clothesline, takes out Bernard instead. Uh, Teton with a moonsault to the outside on them both. Uh, there was a cool spot where Teton matrixes out of a clothesline, hits a thrust kick. Um, he tries to go for a running attack at Cody. Cody pulls the ref in front of him, pulls off Teton's mask. Uh, Teton is a luchador. Uh, of course, he's like, no, not my mask. Boom, small package. Cody wins. Bullet Club. Fo 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 life. Uh, that's the end of Ring of Honor. Next, jumping into SmackDown Live. Uh, show opens up. They advertise AJ versus Nakamura that night. Asuka versus Ellsworth. Miz TV starts off. The Miz is in the ring. Hypes his new reality show. Says he's going to win an Emmy. Yada, yada, yada. Team Hell No is on the show. Brian and Kane come down to the ring. Uh, Miz reminds Bryant, like, yeah, you lost to me in that gauntlet match. Um, Brian says he'll be professional and not punch the Miz in the face. Uh, the Miz is just really good at getting reactions from the crowd, healing it up. Uh, also, remember when Daniel Bryan was supposed to suck on the mic? Well, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, um... Miz says Team Hell No is like uh, my man Timberlake's in sync reuniting. Uh, Kane says in sync will never reunite because JT is way too big of a star. Which I mean, he's right. That's just that's just facts, Kane. That's why you're the mayor. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers uh, come out, or well. Uh, He's uh, Kane says the Bludgeon Brothers are no team hell no. Uh, Miz shows a highlight package 
Uh, the highlight package is basically of all the messed up shit that Kane has done to Daniel Bryan. Uh, Miz is like, oh, I didn't mean to show that. Uh, DB says, man, I know what you're trying to do. It's not going to work. You're trying to uh, cause dissension in the tag team, which is always the storyline. Uh, but Brian's like, yeah, it won't work because you suck at everything, including wrestling. So Miz is like, oh, bet, where I feel you. Let's fight, you know? And um, he's like, I know you guys are going to fail as a team. Uh, he calls Kane broken down. So Kane's like, oh, word. So Kane grabs the Miz by the neck because he had been trying to hold uh, Daniel Bryan back from fighting. But then when when Miz called him broken down, Kane was like, oh, your ass is grass. Uh Bludgeon Brothers, their music hits. They come down to the ring. Then Sanity's music hits. That's interesting. Um, Sanity attacks Team Hell No in the ring. The New Day come down. They make the save. Uh, but then the heels just beat everybody up. Uh, so the agents and the refs, they come down. They're trying to break up the whole fight. Um, what I got from that, because uh, we have team uh we have sanity and new day they're having a tables match uh on the pre-show for uh for extreme rules um of course the bludgeon brothers versus team hell no for the tag titles uh also on smackdown uh we still have the good brothers the club uh so there's some there's uh there's an opportunity with some of these teams the usos uh, you have some really good teams and some teams that can really go in the ring. Um, if Team Hell No being there and Daniel Bryan being in the tag division is going to put an extra spotlight on it, I say start letting these tag teams run wild because you got some horses who could go in there and and really make some shit happen. Like uh, like give the like throw the throw the Usos and the the good brothers into a series of matches they would have some great matches uh give them a little bit of storyline both teams can go on the microphone you could get people invested in that feud even if it's not for the tag belts just have have create some kind of issue between the two of them that's not dumb or even just like hey we're trying to we're trying to establish ourselves as the number one contenders no you're gonna have to go through us and then just have them put on a series of really good matches and give uh give them some time put one of them on a pay-per-view and then label it a number one contenders match and just let both teams like the usos are already over let the good brothers get over by doing what they do and being in the ring and I think that could be uh, a way to reinvigorate the tag team division. And then whoever it is, like, just start sending them up against Team Hell No, because you know that's going to be good in the ring. Team Hell No is popular. Uh, if if Daniel Bryan's contract situation is figured out, throw the belt on Team Hell No, and then just start matching them up against these teams and just put together good series, because whatever Team Hell No does, like, on the mic and stuff, is going to be gold. Uh, at least for a while. So you should, you should, you should run with that. You got a new hot tag team. You can make the whole. You can put a spotlight on the whole division. And you got some teams like the New Day. They already have. They're already over with the crowd. So a series between the New Day and Team Hell No. Yes, please sign me up. Uh, anyway. Oh, another idea that I had. Uh, 
that could be fun just to kind of reinvigorate tag team wrestling because there's a lot of good tag teams even on raw uh the top guys the revival uh the ascension could be good if somebody invested in them uh bring back the the dusty uh, the dusty tag team classic but have it go across all three brands because there's uh great tag teams in nxt aop is on raw like you know what i mean and bring that cup back and then you can see dusty matches on uh dusty matches on smackdown on nxt on raw i think it would be something that could really bolster the division and give them something else which uh which you need man if you're if you're gonna have your top champ just not on tv all the time like the universal champ and they don't treat the wwe championship as a top belt uh so i don't know man i think it'd, it'd be something something different something fun to have on the show but uh i don't know that's just me uh anyway um Nakamura is backstage and he has the hardy arm sleeves on walking down the the hallway and ends up taking them off and throwing them down uh heel Nakamura is so good so good at the little things um and I feel like his even though like in Japan he was definitely a face because he was so cool like I don't know what it is it seems like WWE doesn't know how to present that so I think with him being a heel where they can just be like we don't understand this weird stuff that he does like I don't know somehow it works better when they were trying to make it cool and be like the rock star uh, they were just making it lame but now that he's a heel and they aren't supposed to like it it's fire it's fire again Nakamura's found himself Um, Nakamura he comes down to the ring first uh, then AJ, then Rusev comes out. And he says he's counting down the days till he destroys the house that AJ built. Uh, Rusev says that this day will haunt him forever. And what day is it? Rusev Day. Ah, yeah, I can't sing. And I just woke up, so my voice is super trash. Uh, English is out there of course so there's back and forth action between nakamura and aj i hate slash love this commercial break match stuff uh we i think we talked about that a little bit last week um rusev is hanging out on commentary and why isn't he a bigger star he should be uh anyway just kind of speeding through smackdown here uh rusev said uh they they go into the calf crusher uh, Rusev says I, he has four escapes for the calf crusher, so I'm looking forward to see. I know they have to break out one of these escapes later on today in their match, Sunday, this Sunday, today, like I said. <laughs> um, uh, and then Rusev tells us to follow him on Instagram so you can see his quads. This guy's hilarious. Um, Nakamura locks in a triangle on AJ. Uh, AJ tries to, to pin Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura kicks out. AJ does his whole "Come on" to Nakamura. Um, I think that's great. Uh, let's see here. AJ, phenomenal forearm to the outside. Uh, there's like some back and forth out there. Uh, Nakamura dodges. AJ, Dex English takes him out. Um, Nak takes out AJ. Nakamura goes for the Kinshasa um, on AJ. AJ moves. Boom. Uh, he takes out Aiden English instead. Uh, Rusev takes out AJ. Uh, disqualification. 
Jeff Hardy comes out to save AJ. Everybody's going all. Everybody's going back and forth. Paige comes down to the ring, channels her inner Teddy Long, and makes it a tag team match, player. Uh, so the match is in progress after we come back from break. Uh, so that uh, goes back and forth for a while. Um, Hardy goes up top. Nakamura crotches him on the top rope. Machka kick to Jeff. Rusev pins Jeff Hardy for the dub. And uh, we'll see everybody on Sunday. Uh, ladies are around the ring next for Lumberjacks, the Lumberjack match. Uh, they were calling them Lumberjacks, so I guess we don't do uh, the Lumberjill term anymore now that uh, we are in the midst of the women's revolution in WWE. Um, just want to put it out there. I love Carmella. Mella is money. Mella's money as a heel champ. Um, I know her in-ring isn't super fire but there we've had other male champs who their in ring wasn't super fire but i feel like her character is working um she's a heel she's supposed to be hated and honestly i think the fact that maybe that she's behind some of these other girls as far as in ring work goes uh works to her benefit uh as far as a character uh she's not deserving that makes you hate her even more um I don't know, that's just me. Uh, Ellsworth comes down to the ring. He has a t-shirt. No one is ready for Ellsworth. Uh, I still love Asuka, but her aura is a little bit damaged. I remember when she would just come down, when her coming down to the ring, like the swag was impeccable. Like you knew somebody was getting rocked if Asuka was coming. Um, it was something like when Stone Cold's glass would hit, when Asuka would come down, do that dance with the mask on, it was fire. Um, this Ellsworth match, they're, they're doing their thing. Um, they, they throw Ellsworth out of the, out of the ring. Um, dude ducks a spinning back fist. Uh, Becky and Naomi throw him back in. Hip attack sends him out. Um, eventually the girls start fighting each other. All the lumberjacks start fighting each other. Um, Ellsworth is running all around. Uh, Oscar locks in the the Oscar lock. Uh, Ellsworth taps out. Uh, they tried to. They had this spray that they tried to use on Oscar. Didn't work during the match. After the match, it does. Um, and Mella Mella attacks Oscar. So we'll see what's going down on Sunday. Um, Main event coming up, but there's a first, there's a segment backstage. Uh, Team Hell No and New Day are backstage. Um, Xavier says they need a plan. Uh, Daniel Bryan says that they should go after the knees. They're big guys. Let's chop them down. Uh, Kane suggests setting them on fire and dragging them to hell. Um, Daniel Bryan's like, what are we supposed to do? Just hit up Satan and have him open a portal? And Kane's like, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, you got the right guy on your team. If anybody knows how to do it, he does. Uh, Daniel Bryan says he should have just punched the Miz in the face. Uh, Big E comes in and he says he needs Daniel Bryan to be the goat face killer. So, uh, this is great. I can't wait until they have a feud and hear the promos between them. Um, Kane totally uh, 
quotes in sync from this i promise you and then uh they're like okay yeah and then Dan Ryan's like wait was that in sync and kane is like still applies so they're like still applies yes yes it was great it was great um so uh let's see here ella ella ellsworth and mella carmella backstage page runs into them uh she tells him that she's putting him in a shark cage on sunday i hate the shark cage stipulation uh but it's extreme rules and we need stipulation matches seems like we didn't have a lot of them uh zelina vega she's so hot um (laughs) sorry uh almost uh uh, Almas versus Sin Cara. Uh, Loki forgot that Almas was on the main roster because they aren't really doing anything with him. Uh, at some point, I guess they will. I Hopefully, they better because he's great. Uh, I want to see him in the U.S. title picture at some point. Um, they they actually had a they actually had a good match. Uh, I wish this was a legit feud, like a big time feud that could get more tv time maybe they're building towards that hopefully um i'm so glad that he's a heel now uh that that whole thing that he was doing with the suspenders was trash uh yeah um the main event is the bludgeon brothers and sanity versus the new day and team hell no uh it's really cool and interesting seeing Daniel Bryan's uh, interactions with uh, EY, Eric Young. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that time in TNA where they, after WrestleMania 30, uh, the Daniel Bryan saga, they basically tried to rip that off and have, uh, and have, uh, what's his name? EY. Um, (laughs) They basically tried to have EY uh, be... Daniel Bryan, so that was that was kind of lame. Uh, anyway, uh, the this match happens. <laughs> uh, there's a tables match on Sunday, so they were kind of hyping that on commentary and everything. Uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna tune into that. Uh, Woods was getting the heat um, for a while. They're they're beating him down during the match. Uh, and then SmackDown ends with uh, with the faces getting the win here. Um, SmackDown kicks Raw's ass again. SmackDown is the A show. Um, the MVP of the show for me is Team Hell No. Um, it's it's great. Uh, after after the win, uh, Kane or uh, Daniel Bryan actually tries to pull a cane and do Kane's pyro. It's not working, but finally after just believing and trusting and a little bit of inc- being in sync, boom, uh, Kane's pyro goes off for Daniel Bryan, so that was great. Um, next, uh, next we're going to get into NXT. All right, jumping into NXT, um, there is a hype package for... Uh, the Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era uh, main event match that's coming up. Uh, the show does the uh, show opens up. Adam Cole, baby, enters the ring. Uh, this guy is so over. It's crazy. 
uh, Danny Burch comes down to the ring. Danny Burch is great. Um, it'd be cool if uh, once Oni Lorkin he- heals from injury um, and the Undisputed Era has gone off to the main roster if Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin get some kind of run with the titles. Um, good chain wrestling to start. Cole talking trash in the ring is great. Um, and then seeing Cole in the ring and hearing Nigel on commentary always gives me uh, Ring of Honor flashbacks going back to the Destination America days and even further. Um, Netbreaker on the outside, Netbreaker in the ring. Uh, Cole is really beating uh, Danny Birch down. Bicycle kick from Cole. Uh, missile drop kick after a sick combo in the corner from Birch. Uh, headbutt after he gets out of submission, Danny Birch. Um, Danny Birch does the Tower of London. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he does it in front of Nigel, which I thought was cool. Um, Cole kicks out. Uh, he fakes a super kick, then boom, hits him in the knee. Uh, bicycle kick, super kick, murderous super kick. Uh, neck breaker, cold wins. Uh, Candice LeRae is backstage uh she comes across Shayna ba- Baszler and is like oh you know you're saying no you're basically like oh you was talking shit uh they start brawling Alistair Black um is gonna be on the show tonight Pirate Kyrie Sane uh versus Vanessa Bourne um is coming up next uh but before that Kathy Kelly interviews Dakota Kai backstage Lacey Evans interrupts. I really dislike Lacey, uh, but she's a heel, so she's doing her job. Uh, it's not like she's bad in the ring. I just don't like her character, but I'm not supposed to like her character, so good job, Lacey Evans. Um, sa- she says that this division needs a lady with class. Uh, Dakota Kai is like, all right, bet. Let's fight then. So um, Kyrie Sane and Vanessa Bourne, uh, their match starts off. Um, I like how Kyrie Sane, she does this thing where she, like, f- is going to fake a punch, and then they, like, kind of flinch, and then she, like, flicks you in the forehead. That's always fun. Um, Kyrie Sane jumps up. Uh, she's in a crucifix on Vanessa Bourne. Uh, Vanessa Bourne uh, basically turns that crucifix into a Samoan drop. Um... Vanessa Bourne is tied up in the ropes or or before the uh, before she gets tied up in the rope she hits like this twisting suplex Uh, so it looks like uh, she has gotten better and uh, once again everybody welcome Bear back to the podcast what's up buddy alright actually you're not even really welcoming Bear you're just welcoming my sliding screen door Uh, (laughs) anyway um Vanessa Bourne hits that uh, twist and suplex. Um, she has uh, Kyrie Sane tied up in the ropes. After that, a uh, bunch of bunch of kits, a bunch of kicks. Uh, Kyrie Sane eventually comes back. She hits like a flipping cutter, uh, head scissors. Uh, Kyrie Sane goes up top. Insane elbow coming right. Nope. Uh, Bourne cuts her off. Uh, there's a Boston. She locks in a. Uh, they get back, uh, 
they get back down on the mat. Kyrie Sane with the spear. Uh, she locks in a Boston Crab and does like this thing where she bridges all the way back, and Bourne ends up tapping out. Um, Kyrie Sane gets on the mic. She's like, "Let me talk my shit." Uh, she says that she's beat Shayna Baszler before uh, because she beat her in the finals of the Mae Young Classic. Um, and she says she's going to do it again and again and again and again. And then she'll win the title. Ahoy! So uh, Kyrie Sane's English is getting better. She's cutting promos. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, they announced that there's going to be a fatal four-way next week. Kyrie Sane, Nikki Cross, Candice LeRae, and my other new wrestling crush, Bianca Belair, for the number one contendership for the NXT women's title. Uh, Alistair Black is backstage. Johnny Gargano stops him. He says, uh, Ciampa can't win. Black's like, I got this, bro. Chill out. And uh, Gargano's like, nah, man, I know exactly what I do, what I'm doing. Uh, so looks like Johnny Gargano is starting to go a little crazy. Kind of reminds me of the uh, Eddie Edwards uh, storyline that's going on, but not as intense. Well, it, very intense, but just uh, more PG, I guess, because uh, Eddie Edwards is wilding. Uh, but um, Champa ends up attacking Alistair Black. Uh, hits a DDT off of like the trainer's table onto the concrete. Looks sick. Uh, they have a title match next week on NXT television. Uh, Undisputed Era comes down to the ring. My man, Kyle O'Reilly, one of the most underrated wrestlers in the business today, I feel. He is the man. Um, could be a world champ. Probably was going to have a world champ run. Well, was going to have a world champ run in ROH, but then signed with WWE. Um, anyway, uh it's going to be Undisputed Era, O'Reilly, and Roddy Strong versus Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Um, the Undisputed Era, they jumped them at the start of the match. Um, Bate and Seven are cleaning house. Uh, Undisputed Era bails out. They slide in, get rocked. They're brawling on the outside. This match is crazy. Uh, basically, the whole time, the crowd is... Uh, chanting mustache mountain uh undisputed era i don't know how the chant's going but basically they're chanting for both teams um <laughs> they're like non-stop it actually got kind of annoying um kyle o'reilly his offense it always looks like he's legit beating the shit out of somebody um which he actually could in real life um finally he got the crowd to shut up uh he hits some offense is uh, going after Trent Seven's knee. Now they really work the knee this match. They really work the knee. Like I legit felt bad for Trent Seven. Um, uh, frequent tags back and forth, working him over. Uh, Seven's finally able to to get over to his corner. When he gets over there, Kyle O'Reilly pulls bait off the apron. Um, locks in a heel hook on Trent Seven. Finally, a hot tag to Tyler Bate. He's a house of fire. Uh, he's all over the place. Hits a standing shooting star press. Airplane spin. Um, but then Kyle O'Reilly turns it into a sleeper. Uh, Tyler Bate is strong as fuck. He does the swing where he has, like, I think it's like 
he has Roddy on his shoulders, and then he's uh, got like O'Reilly by the legs, or maybe it's the other way around, and he does like a giant swing with both of them hanging on to him. Like that's a big strong boy, uh, Tyler Bate. Um, Roddy Strong throws Tyler Bate into the ropes. He does that thing where he bounces off of his shoulders and comes back, uh, hits a Tyler driver. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly saves the match. Tyler rebounds off the ropes again, does that thing. But Roddy turns it into a backbreaker, the messiah of the backbreaker. Um, They wouldn't let Trent Seven tag in. They are destroying him. Um... And now this this main event, like if you haven't seen it, I'm not doing it justice with my description here. You got to see it really tugging on the heartstrings. Uh, Bait is on the apron uh, with the towel and he doesn't want to throw in the towel. But eventually he has to because it's either that or uh, Trent Seven, who who also trained him uh, and is basically his mentor, like his his knee will be destroyed. Trent doesn't want um to give up that way uh so i think they can there's more that they can do with that um uh going forward so i'm i'm interested to see especially with nxt uh uk uk nxt starting up uh, i'm very interested to see how uh how that plays in to things and what they do um last show that we're going to go over before we get into some quick hits impact so flashback to the split that lax had last week um homicide and super mechs come in with uh eddie kingston um they start beating up uh there's jobbers that they're going against so they start beating up these jobbers um super mechs hits the border toss for the win uh, match over. Eddie Kingston hops on the, hops in the ring. He says uh, Conan's time has passed. He got tired of waiting, so he took him out. Uh, he accuses Conan of uh, manipulating the young guys. Basically, the uh, was it Santana and I'm blanking on the other guy's name, man. I'm sorry, TNA. Uh, Impact, Impact. Uh, but they. Uh, they challenged them to a street fight, 5150 street fight at Slammiversary. So it's going down. Uh, we get hype from commentary. D'Angelo Williams is going to be on the show. Tell us about Moose. Uh, Madison Rain is going to talk about her match with Sue Young. OVE, Sammy Callahan, which, I mean, it's all OVE, uh, versus the Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon, and uh, my man Rich Swan. Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, debuts. She cuts a promo. At first, I didn't know what to think of it. Uh, it's somewhere between awesome and just terrible. But it sounds like uh, like cheesy, uh, like cheesy B movie talk. Like when like when the villain is saying like, "Oh, he's cruising for a bruising, and when we get to fighting, he's gonna be losing." You know, like that kind of stuff. Uh, she calls herself a mango. I don't know, but. Uh, once she actually gets into the ring, I change my mind on all this. I, it's awesome. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart has a new fan here at World Champion of the World podcast. 
Uh, back from break, uh, they hype media coverage of D'Angelo Williams coming back to Impact Wrestling. There's an OVE promo. Um, OVE says they're the best trio in wrestling, so now I want to see them versus The Shield. Um, they vow- uh, Sammy vows to take Pentagon's mask and humiliate him at Slammiversary. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart enters the ring. She's going up against Allie. They actually gave this uh, a good amount of time. Uh, Shotzi is interesting. She's fun to watch in the ring. I would recommend you going out of your way to see her. Check out Rise Wrestling. Um, hopefully, uh, Impact signs her and we'll see her more often. Um, of course, uh, she did a step up in Zaguri that looked really good. Um, just She does a lot of stuff in there that looks good. Um... Allie, of course, gets the win. Uh, she's the contracted talent, so that's what's going to happen. Um, Tessa Blanchard, out of nowhere, lays out Allie. Um, Tessa is just a badass. Like, she is a G. Um, then uh, after after she beats down Allie, brushes the dirt off her shoulders, uh, Grado shows up. He bumps into Eli Drake. Yeah. Uh, bumps into Eli Drake backstage, introduces, uh, Grado introduces Eli to his girl, dummy, yeah, um, and then, uh, Joe Hendry is there as well, Drake doesn't believe that Grado is dating such a hottie, uh, challenges, uh, he starts trying to hit on her, Grado's like, no, you ain't gonna do that in front of my face, bruh, um, let's fight, so, that's happening, uh, the camera catches up with Tessa Blanchard backstage, uh, if you guys don't know, Tessa Blanchard, Tully Blanchard's daughter. In real life, that's a shoot, his shoot daughter. Um, <laughs> uh, Tessa's backstage. Um, she says all she wanted was her title. Uh, Madison Rain got in the way. She was handling that. And then Allie got in the way. So now Allie got to get rocked, basically. Um, Allie always does the right t- the right thing. This time, doing the right thing was wrong. Uh, there's a recap of the whole Eddie Edwards uh, thing that's going on with Tommy Dreamer. And just real quick, if you guys don't know, um, basically, Eddie Edwards. Uh, so, Sammy Callahan actually, uh, it was an accident in real life, actually uh, broke Eddie Edwards' orbital bone, I guess. Or uh, messed his face up, hit him with a bat, uh, actually hit him. Uh, they turned that into a storyline, turned that into Sammy's uh, character now, deranged character. Uh, so Eddie Edwards and Sammy uh, Callahan were going at it. Uh, Eddie Edwards tried to kill uh, Sammy Callahan. Uh, Tommy Dreamer is just like, hey, man, cut this out. Uh, like Eddie Edwards' wife is reaching out to Tommy Dreamer like, yo, this dude is just turning crazy. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I need help. Um, and then basically it turns into, um, Eddie Edwards is just losing his mind. He, uh, calls out Tommy Dreamer for sleeping with his wife, which didn't happen, uh, unless they're going to swerve us later. Um, and now it's just turning into a blood feud between Tommy Dreamer and Eddie Edwards because, uh, he let anger and rage and revenge consume him and now he's unrecognizable so uh it's actually a really good storyline i might buy slammiversary just because of this match um austin aries comes out 
um, or they say Austin Aries is next. We go to break. Uh, they run some kind of Austin Powers, James Bond type video package. And then at the end, it says coming soon. Uh, you see like woman silhouette. So uh, I'm guessing a new knockout is going to debut at some point. Uh, so I'm interested to see who that is and what this could be. Um, I haven't read any spoilers yet, so I don't know. People probably already know who it is. Uh, D'Angelo Williams comes out. Uh, he's telling us about Moose going for his training. Um, he throws some shots at Austin Aries. Uh, Aries comes out uh, and basically says that uh, D'Angelo Williams is a washed-up football player, never won a Super Bowl, just like Moose. Um, Austin Aries is really great on the mic. WWE dropped the ball. Um, but, uh, he, like, imagine Austin Aries now on 205 Live, now that 205 Live is good. Um, anyway, uh, Aries has a message for D'Angelo Williams to give to Moose, kicks him, uh, drops him, uh, actually, Williams starts fighting back, um, after Aries goes for a chair shot, Williams ducks it. Um, but then uh, Aries ends up hitting him with a low blow, destroys him with the chair. Aries stands tall. KM and Falabach. Yo, get KM out of here, off my TV. I never want to see this guy again. I don't even know what he was talking about. I was just like, yo, shut up. Like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't want to see this guy. Um... I'm not even going to talk about what happened. There was, uh, I don't know, uh, was it Des? I guess I am talking about it. Desi Hit Squad uh, challenges them to a match, Falabah and KM. Uh, whoever wins has to stop teaming together, hopefully. Um, Eli Drake. Yeah. Uh, he comes down to the ring. Grado, his girl, and Joe Hendry all come down to the ring. Uh this is basically just kind of like a, a glorified squash. Uh, Eli Drake handles Grado easily, uh, hits on Grado's girl. Joe Hendry steps in, is trying to stop the them hitting on each other. Now, none of this is on the mic, so you just kind of see them kind of pantomiming this out. Um, Eli is like, oh, you guys are together then, huh? And then he's like, okay, I see it. And they're like, no, 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 it's none of that. And then Grado is like, oh, what's going on? And then it looks like they're trying to explain to Grado, like, no, man, it's not what he says. So uh, that's that's kind of immediately what I thought last week, too, when they showed up. And then uh, I was like, oh, okay, Joe Hendry is, this is Joe Hendry's girl. So at some point, uh, Joe Hendry is going to turn on Grado. And Katrina is going to be by his side. I'm calling it now. Um a little bit of a backstage promo from Killer Cross. Uh, he says that Petey Williams butted in where he shouldn't have, and now they're going to fight. Uh, so that's next week. Um, Alicia, backstage interviewer. She's backstage with my man Matt Seidall. Uh, he says that machines break down and they are no longer usable, uh, but organic. When it breaks down, it provides life. Um, organic materials. Uh, Seidel is, uh, says his third eye is open, and that's how he's going to win. So I, I just, I'm ready to see Matt Seidel versus Brian Cage 
for an X Division title match. Let's do it. Uh, that's going to be crazy. Uh, Matt Seidel with his high-flying abilities. Cage uh, with his powerhouse style. Plus being able to do the high-flying shit. Uh, yeah, sign me up. Um, there's a phone message from Moose that plays. Um, basically, he says, Payback's a bitch. Bitch. Uh, so he's he's got something for that ass for Austin Aries. Um, Madison Rain has an interview backstage. Um, it doesn't really get too far into the talking. And then um, Sue Young starts playing mind games. Uh, the lights go all weird. You see the bloody sheets and the, the bridesmaids and all that. So um, that that's interesting. We're going to see what happens there. Um, next up, main event. OVE versus uh versus the Lucha Bros and Rich Swan. I can't I'm not even going to attempt to try to describe this match and do it justice. It was amazing. Uh might have been it's between it's between this and the NXT match as the best match on free TV this week, I feel like. Um I, I well, I say that without saying without seeing uh, Lucha Underground, and once again, it's still, uh, it was still too early, uh, for me to watch, I got some things going on later today, it's actually Saturday, you're hearing this on Sunday, I got some things going on later today, so I was ain't unable to watch MLW for the second time, I apologize, uh, but, yeah, that match was crazy, uh, the end spot with the super flying cutter, oh my gosh, uh, OVE versus The Shield, book it, um, that'd be crazy, uh, OVE versus The Shield versus The Undisputed Era. Book it. Um, yeah. All right, man. Uh, so just some quick hits. Quick hits. That's That was uh, OVE wins, by the way. So that that's all the wrestling shows. So just some quick hits. Um, May Young Challenge, uh, or May Young Classic. Uh, WWE is starting to introduce who some of the entrants are um the first one caitlin so caitlin's coming back to wwe uh so i hope that they they let her uh debut in the may young classic and then she just goes straight to the main roster um and to smackdown because i want caitlin to join the new day her and big e are good friends and we it would be fun if the New Day had a female uh, it, uh, with them. Like, when Carmella was doing the stuff with the New Day, like, that was that was kind of fun. And uh, Caitlyn and Biggie already have natural chemistry. I feel like she would fit right in. She has that same kind of sense of humor. I am here for it. I'm starting the petition now. Caitlyn, join the New Day. Um, Rhea Ripley, uh, which I believe she was in the first May Young uh May Young Classic uh superstar out of Australia she signed with WWE uh and has just kind of been in the background so I'm guessing they are ready to kind of give her a little bit more of a push uh so she's I'm expecting her to maybe get a couple wins here in this May Young Classic uh of course WWE signed the 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 illest in the in the indies, Io Shirai, 
uh, the Japanese superstar. So she's going to be making her debut in the Mae Young Classic. We'll see how that goes. Um, Nicole Matthews, uh, Jenny from Progress. Uh, if you haven't seen Jenny, she's she's pretty dope. Uh, I think she's the she's the champ right now. Um, I'm really hoping that Tony Storm uh, pops up again. I really love watching Tony Storm. Uh, and then uh, the chick from the uh, the girl the lady from uh, American Ninja Warrior, uh, Casey uh, Kenanzaro. I'm, I'm I'm messing up that last name. I don't watch American Ninja Warrior, but she's already been doing some stuff on NXT house shows. Uh, she can do some high flying moves, some interesting stuff. So I'm trying to see what she's gonna bring to the table in the May Young Classic. Um, I'm not. I'm not even sure when that actually starts. I'm guessing. Uh, my guess is maybe August, uh, September. Uh, and WWE is uh, supposedly uh, considering an all women's event. So. Um, I think that would be I think that would be fun. We'll probably see a lot of these uh May Young classic entrants in that event. Um now this is what the episode is named after getting to this uh this right here. Um I don't know if you guys saw this this week WWE puts out a photo shoot where they have a lot of their superstars basically dressed up as old ECW superstars in their gimmicks. I saw that and it brought up an idea to me. Let's bring back WCW Halloween Havoc, right? But with a twist, the twist is that the superstar is involved. And I feel like this would be a show that stands alone. Like that's not necessarily, like, for me, it would be, I think it would be fun, like, this show kind of exists outside of kayfabe, not outside of kayfabe, but just outside of, like, the the regular storylines, you can have storylines specifically for this one show, it'd be, like, a once a year, Halloween Havoc, for this one show, uh, just develop some special storylines, you could have um, guys from NXT, like from all three brands appear on this one special pay-per-view and then let them dress up in the gimmicks of old wrestlers, wrestlers past, um, and, and like, let's, let's work these matches where these people have whatever, you know, feud that they're, that they're doing, but they come out to the old entrance music, they come out to, um, with the with the whole old gimmick on and they'll even like throw in a few of the old signature spots like i just feel like it would be a really fun show um to do you could even or it could even be like uh like a special like a special like a like a house show type thing like uh like how wwe did beast in the east uh the japan show and and we had uh nxt guys on there we had um main roster guys on there and and you could even you know what I mean like an NXT championship but championship match but like Alistair Black is like dressed up like Raven or something like that like I and they have and then they could have like an extreme rules match and it, and like it's Alistair Black is dressed up like Raven versus uh you know Riddick Moss dressed up like 
Tommy Dreamer or something. Like, not, I don't know why I said Riddick Moss, but <laughs> like, uh, I just think that would be really funny and, and, and it would, uh, and fun and just interesting, just something different. And it's not something that you do all the time. Do it once a year. Just break it out just for Halloween havoc. Um, I don't know, man. What do you guys think? Huh? Somebody uh, respond to me on Twitter after you hear this episode and tell me what you think of that idea. Um, okay. That's all we got this week. It's your man Qualify, World Champion of the World podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. I might do a special uh, recap episode right after the pay-per-view uh right after the pay-per-view later today when you guys are listening to this so stay tuned for that all right guys thanks